Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. Hello, Desks and Dusters listeners, and welcome to the year of 2022. That's right. We are here on episode 56, and it's our first episode of 2022. Welcome to the new year. We have got a great, great year ahead of us if we look on the positive side of things. And we've got some great items to talk about here on today's episode of Desks and Dusters. So we are going to start off, like always, with our land acknowledgement. We here in North Perth sit on land traditionally occupied by the Anishinaabawaki, Mississauga, Mississauga of the Credit First Nation, and Odawa land. That is our land acknowledgement for right here in North Perth. Now, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on pretty much every social media platform there is out there. So check out PBJ Cleaning Depot Group on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, What am I forgetting? TikTok. Yeah, we're on TikTok. We're everywhere. You can't escape us. And don't forget about PBJ TV on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, like, and comment to get more up-to-date facts from PBJ Clean Depot and make sure that you don't miss a single post. Now on PBJ TV, you can see demonstrations of different products, interviews with customers, customer highlight videos. You can see us talking to our suppliers and our reps about different products and the crew here at PBJ Clean Depot getting a little silly and having a little fun on company time. Now we've got some incredible January sales here. And as you guys know, in the year of 2021, we did a few fundraisers here with PBJ Cleaning Depot with our PBJ Cares initiative. We are going to get into that a little bit later after our guest interview. So we have got a tremendous local superstar, we'll call him, on the podcast today. It's Ted Nickel. So ladies and gentlemen, give it up for hockey all-star Ted Nickel. Today we have a very special guest here with us. He is a Listowel local right here on Desks and Dusters. He was a former Listowel Cyclone, former Kingston Frontenac, now playing with the Guelph Griffins. Please welcome Ted Nickel. Ted, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me, Caitlin. It's going to be a fun conversation today. Exactly. We're going to be talking all about you. So let's start with uh, right at the beginning. How do you remember how old you were when you first put on a pair of skates? Uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't remember, but, uh, I know I was probably pretty young. Um, you know, my dad probably got us, uh, in skates pretty early and, and with, uh, two older brothers and then a twin brother, uh, there was always lots of competition. So, um, I don't remember exactly, but I know I was young and, uh, it just went from there. Sounds like a typical Canadian childhood, not remembering <laughs> when it's just always been there for you. Exactly. So what was it like playing junior hockey in a small town like Listowel, maybe compared to what other guys have told you about playing in the bigger cities like I played in Kitchener? Yeah, uh, I think it even starts before uh, you're even the age to play uh, junior. Um, I remember watching the junior Bs when, um, you know, in 2004, uh, when they, I think they won the Cherry Cup then, or um, we were, uh, we were young and, and we watched every game and, um, sitting there with, with, uh, my twin brother, Blake and my best friend, Caleb, 
and uh, Keaton Willis, we, we thought, you know, that should be us someday and, and that we want that to be us one day. And, uh, you know, just playing there for one year was so special. Um, and then seeing my, my brother, Blake, and my two buddies, Caleb and Keaton, win the Cherry Cup twice and then uh, the Sutherland Cup, it, uh, it makes it uh, pretty special to think back on uh, the, the days when you dreamed of that happening and then watch them uh, live out their dreams. So it's pretty cool. Now, there's lots of options nearby where you could have joined the GOJHL, Elmira, Waterloo, Kitchener, uh, which is now Air, and then you have Listowel. So what does it mean to represent your city, uh, sorry, your town at such a level? It, yeah, it's really special. Um, you know, there's always that uh, image of Listowel being the, the hick town or the country town compared to those other cities and, and, and towns, but... Um, I think that's something that people from Listowel take pride in and, uh, and it translates to hockey too. Uh, you know, we, we always took pride in, in being those uh, tough farm boys or whatever you, you call it. And, um, and every time they came into Listowel uh, Memorial Arena, it wasn't, wasn't going to be an easy game for the, the opponents. So um, that's something you take pride in from, uh, from Listowel for sure. Now, what was it like being a small town farm boy, you know, moving from Listowel and then joining the Kingston Frontenacs and eventually getting that C on your jersey? Yeah, that was pretty special. Um, definitely a culture shock uh, moving from a small town and uh, in a too big city uh, like Kingston. But uh, you soon realize that there are little small communities within Kingston that remind you of, of your small town. And um, it really was just a, 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 a big a big small city as I like to call it and there was lots of um, great relationships I've made there and, and still have today so um, I couldn't have lucked out anymore being uh, drafted at Kingston playing there for four years. That's awesome now what, besides the culture shock of small town to big town what was the biggest difference you noticed from playing junior B in the Goge to moving up to the O? Yeah, the, the talent level was uh, pretty crazy and the, and the speed of the game. Um, you know, a lot of those guys are trying to make the NHL and and uh, it's um, it's pretty special to play against some of the guys I did play against there. Um, and yeah, and a lot of the guys that I did play against are now in the NHL and making uh, great careers. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool to to think back on, on some of the guys I played against with against and with um so but yeah it was it was a crazy uh jump for my hockey career and i'm glad i i took the jump and and it paid off for me pretty well now do you want to name drop any of those guys that you played with like let the uh, yeah sure who, who would have been some of your teammates who would have been some of your opponents during your time yeah well i gotta start off with uh another list of native roland McEwen, who was on my team uh he was uh he was a great captain and a great teammate to me and, and still a good friend to this day. Um, Lawson Krause is with the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Warren Fogle is uh, with the Edmonton Oilers. And the last couple of weeks, he's been playing on a line with Connor McDavid, which is pretty special. And, uh, and oh, he, Connor McDavid's one of the guys I played against. Uh, Mitch Marner, um, Max Domi. Uh, there's there's a lot and it's it's hard to uh, to name them all and um, but it's pretty cool to think back on some of the guys I played played against yeah that's for sure. So where what were your hockey career goals when you were playing in the OHL? Was it the NHL? Was it to play professionally? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's always uh, a goal to 
to play at the highest level. And, and, you know, when you're, when you grow up, you want to play in the NHL and then, you know, you realize that that might be out of reach a little bit, but you still strive to put, to be your best. And um, yeah, I, I remember just, you know, it was the first, first couple of years was pretty hard in Kingston and um, just trying to, to find your way and, and be the best player that you could be. And um, I remember my coach, uh, my third year, I think he, he called me into the room and he said, you know, Ted, you could, you can make a career at a plane if you want to. So I think it's all that you, I think it's all about, you know, what you want and what you want to get out of the game and, and how much you invest in yourself and uh, invest in the game. So um, yeah, it's still a goal of mine to play professional somewhere, but um, for now I, I'm enjoying my time at the university of Guelph, getting a degree in sociology. So um, I'm going to, you know, live out, live out my college dream and, and then go from there. Well, you get to have that experience and I'm glad you get to kind of play at all those different levels. So in 2018 in the OHL playoffs, the, you and the Kingston Frontenacs made it all the way to the semifinals. What kind of a journey was that? Like the pressure, the travel, you know, how do you keep yourself in shape and, and prepare yourself for a journey like that? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun too. We had a great group that year and, um, I remember being in a, a hotel room in Guelph um, right near the, the trade deadline. And, and our GM called some of us over and said, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to go for it? And obviously we, we all said, yeah, we want to go for it. So uh, the, next week, the next week we made some uh, uh, big trades and got some guys from London and Windsor. Um, and it's, it's, it's good to play with guys like that because they show you how to be professional. And, and some of those guys are in the NHL right now in the KHL. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. And we just kind of got into a role and, um, playoffs, you know, playoffs is a grind, but, um, you kind of get into a nice rhythm and, and you want to play every day. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. We came up short against a good Hamilton Bulldog team. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a crazy experience for me and, and the Kingston Frontenacs for sure. Absolutely. So taking a 16-year-old boy out of the small town, putting him in the city, it teaches you to grow up pretty fast. What kind of personal growth did you experience and, and can see in yourself from that, uh, from having to go through that? Yeah, for sure. I feel like it was a extremely large jump for me and um, especially being from a small town um, and then a close family uh, on top of that it was definitely hard to leave my brothers and um, there were some some dark days in Kingston where you know I thought about you know packing up and coming home but um, that's that's just an experience in itself that you have to get through and and grow as a as a person um, so the first yeah the first couple of years it was more so growing as a person and, and, uh, you know, finding your own way and, and, uh, you know, let, letting go of your roots back home a little bit, but, uh, but also acknowledging that they're still there for you when you, when you need them. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, uh, it was a crazy jump, but, uh, personally, I feel like I've found, um, a new avenue for myself to you know, keep growing and, and, uh, strive for what I want in life. So, um yeah it's been a crazy experience and I look forward to what uh the future has for sure so let's talk about the future a little bit you're currently playing with the Guelph Griffins how's the season going for you and the boys uh good um so we we kind of had a slow start but uh found our way um here in the in the second half of the first half I guess and uh 
Uh, we're, we're sitting in second place right now um, with a couple, couple games in hand. We had a bye week. Every school has a bye week just okay. uh, for, uh, for COVID, just in case we need to reschedule games, whatever. So we've already had our bye week. Um, but yeah, uh, right now the season's on pause uh, mm-hmm. till the end of January. So there's a little bit uh, of uncertainty towards that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a good group of guys we have and, uh, we're excited to get back playing after Christmas, uh, as soon as we can and, uh, chasing another Queens cup championship. Exactly. Now you've been with the Griffins for two years. Unfortunately, one of those seasons was during COVID and we're still kind of going through it. How important is that team bond to keep together during these tough times? So when you are able to get back out on the ice, you guys can hit it right back where you left off. Yeah, it, it was a tough, uh, tough start to the year because we had uh, basically two rookie classes um, mm-hmm. um, from that COVID year. We had a bunch of guys come in and then uh, for this year, we had a bunch of guys come in. So the turnover was uh, was a lot. And, um, you know, that's just from uh, team bonding. You get to know each other get, uh, better and, um, you know, having having some gatherings when you can. Um and just and just having fun at practice too. We we've uh, we've been doing well with uh, having our fun days of practice with three on three tournaments and stuff like that. So uh, just to joke around and, and be with the boys is always uh, beneficial for any group. Um, so that's what we're gonna try and have to keep going with uh, with our season here. And um, yeah, it should be good. Now let's talk about some career highlights. Now I'm gonna toot my own horn here. I scored the seventh overtime goal in the semifinals against Waterloo. But I think you've got a bigger overtime goal than I do. Triple overtime for the Queens Cup. Walk me through that. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a crazy night. Um, yeah, it was, it was a long night for sure. And um, it was uh, pretty special to have my mom and dad there. And then um, Mac... Uh, my brother Mac was there too, and uh, at the end of it, but yeah, so um, it was the start of the third overtime, and uh, my line uh, we didn't start the period, and uh, we were sitting on the bench. And at this point, our trainers are trying to get us anything uh, that'll give us some energy. We had some pizza and uh, fruit and vegetables in between um, the periods, but uh, one of our trainers went to the uh, vending machine and got sour gummy worms and uh, I just wanted to have one just because you know you get stale of pizza and and granola bars so I grabbed a gummy uh, gummy worm and and had two or three of those and then uh, my first shift I scored the the goal so I like to give credit to uh, our trainers for getting that bag of gummy worms and uh, giving me a little sweet tooth but uh, yeah it was it was uh it was insane. The celebration we had after it was almost surreal. So, uh, you know, you, you got to look back on the videos and the pictures to really remember it. Cause, uh, you know, sometimes I black out and it's um, just a blur, eh? Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of blur. Yeah. Yeah. Would you call that the biggest goal of your career? Yeah. Hands down for sure. The biggest goal of my career. Yeah. What, and then, so what are some of your earliest hockey memories then here in Listowel as a little boy? Um, I remember just like in minor hockey, we would play Sunday afternoons and uh, just getting so fired up before the games. And, um, you know, 
running out onto the ice and doing a couple laps of the the home the home zone there and you know it, it honestly just put a smile on my face to just you know start the warm-ups that was the most exciting part and um and then to win a bunch of all ontarios with my best friends is uh something special and something that i'll cherish for uh, a long time so um you know now that the the listy mem's gone and uh you know we still have those memories to look back on and, and share with each other it's pretty cool now what made you choose going the university route after being in the ohl uh, I think it's, you know, a lot to do with uh, my education and, and getting a degree. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, important. And, and you want to make sure that you, you have a, a plan for after hockey because, you know, you can't play forever. So, um, yeah, it was it was a you know easy decision to come to Guelph uh, with with my brother Mac playing there and, uh, you know, close to home, too. So, mm-hmm. um you know, being in Kingston, you miss a lot of family events being so far away. So it was nice to be in Guelph and I can pop home on weekends or whatever. I have a day off. So, um, yeah, it's uh, kind of an easy decision uh, to come to Guelph. Then. Yeah. So not only do you have the athletic side, but you've got to also keep up with the academic side. So what are you studying? Uh, so I'm in my fourth year of sociology. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a grind at sometimes, and uh, you know I often say that I'm you know a major in hockey and my minors in in sociology. So love it. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun to have a little bit of uh, a distraction away from hockey and do some homework. And um, but you know it's it's a grind for sure. Now, how important is your education aspect versus the hockey? Is that something that's going to collide together at some point? Um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what, uh, sociology will get me, but, you know, it's always nice to have a, a, a piece of paper with your name on at the end of it, but, Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens and, you know, sociology, uh, can be related to hockey in some ways and in, in the behavior and, and, you mm-hmm. know, as a team, uh, I think that's very important to, to have a good, uh team atmosphere and um so yeah we'll see what happens with that and it's exciting to it's it's exciting to not really know what's going on but uh but there's a lot of possibilities for sure absolutely now what advice would you have for some of the young listable kids out on the rinks these days who think you know maybe i've got to go play in the city to get noticed yeah i think uh, i think if you know if you're, you invest in yourself enough and you um, you know, do, do your best and, uh, work hard every, every game and every practice, especially, um, if you want to go somewhere, then, you know, the people will find you, um, you know, you, you don't, uh, you know, it's always nice to promote yourself, but I think the best way to promote yourself is just, uh, with how you carry yourself and, and, uh, and how hard you work. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a difficult, uh, difficult life sometimes uh, in the hockey world but as long as you do what you can and and do your best then uh you know success will find you exactly sky's the limit you just got to put the work in yeah exactly now thank you so much ted for sitting down with us today this has been an absolute pleasure 
I'm just going to throw it out there. Your dad works here. Your brother used to work here. I mean, if you're ever looking to keep yourself even more busy, you're always welcome here at PBJ Cleaning Depot. All right. Well, thank you for the offer. I, uh, you know, if my school in, in hockey doesn't work, I know where to, where to reach out to. <laughs> so we love it. We love to hear it. Well, Ted, thanks for joining us so much. We wish you and the Griffins nothing but the best of luck this season. And we can't wait to see you get back out on the ice with the boys there. All right. Thank you, Kayla. What another incredible local highlighted person here in our community, Ted Nickel. We wish you and the Griffins nothing but the best of luck and go get them this season. You are welcome back on Desks and Dusters anytime you'd like. So let's jump over to our January specials. We've got some Jansan on sale and some office supplies on sale. We've got everything you need to keep your toilet bowl nice, clean, and disinfected. Whether it's with our acid-free or 23% acid bowl cleaner for $4.99. And then finish off with our PBJ Cleaning Depot Cream Cleanser to bring that shine back to the bowl. And they are all on sale for $4.99 each. Now, we've always been talking about your floors. We've been talking about health and safety in the past. So make sure you get your ice melter or your rock salt and make sure that your walkways, your sidewalks, your driveways, your front entrances, make sure they're all clear of ice and snow to avoid those slips, trips, and falls, whether they are at home or in the workplace. And yes, unfortunately, the salt is going to get brought into the building. It's going to be coming into your house. It might leave some stains on the floor or on the carpet, but hey, that's okay. You want to know why? Because we have got the solution to clean it up for you. Our PBJ floor neutralizer, specifically designed to get those salt stains up off the floor. We have also got DuraPlus facial tissue on sale. There are 30 sheets per, or sorry, 100 sheets per box and 30 boxes per case. Yeah, we're all going to get a little sniffly. The cold weather is getting a bit colder and that triggers a little bit of a sniffle. So make sure you've got facial tissue on your desk, at receptions areas, at home, in the washroom, wherever you need it. Make sure that facial tissue is no more than an arm's length away. And for all your cleaning needs, we've got your basic cleaners on sale. So triple action. It is exactly as it sounds like. It is a triple threat. It cleans, it disinfects, and it degreases. All in a ready-to-use bottle, ready to go for $8.99. Vanguard is another great disinfectant that we have. $8.99 as well for a ready-to-use bottle. Or get your pine sand, uh, a general cleaner, for $19.99 for a 5-liter concentrated jug. So lots of great items on sale in the Jan Sand sector. We have got some products to help get ready for tax season at home. Or if you want to be an early bird who gets the worm, get it for your small businesses and as well. So we have got your printing calculators. We have got your hole punchers. We have got your uh, self-inking large stamp that says paid. We have got different binders for you, whiteboards, mobile pre presentation easels with uh, dry erase markers and wipes to clean it up. And then we also have a all natural professional disinfectant with all natural scents. So if you're someone like me who maybe certain perfumes and fragrances get you a little sniffly and congested, go with an all natural root, whether that's all natural cleaning products or just the scent itself is more natural. So 
Lots of great things on sale. Come on in and see us in Hanover or in Listowel. Now, we mentioned before we had our interview with the wonderful Ted Nickel that we did some fundraising in 2021. That's right. PBJ Cleaning Depot did a number of fundraisers and talked about a number of events going on here locally as well. We started out with our Canadian Blood Services drive. We were looking to get 50 people to join our team to raise blood. Now, we didn't hit 50, but we did raise $300 in the month of January for Canadian Blood Services. Thank you to everybody who came out and donated blood. There was a lot of first-time givers. If you want to know more or you still want to join our team and help us reach 50 donations, then let us know and we can help you figure out how to get through the website and how to get onto our team. It is super simple. You know why? Because I did it. If I can do it, you can do it. Next month in the month of February was Heart and Stroke Month. And we had two exercise bikes donated from one of our fantastic local gyms. And we had uh, a duration of 12 hours of different staff members jumping on and off the bikes for a consecutive 24 hours of riding combined between all of our employees. And we raised just over two grand that day for our heart and stroke bike ride. So thank you to everyone who came out and donated to that one as well. Next up, we did our uh, Canadian National Institute of the Blind. We supported the Seeing Eye Dogs where we sold Little Caesars pizza kits. And we raised just over $1,000 for that incredible organization. Now, for our year-round one, it was a little tricky because we couldn't get out into the public and do all the things we wanted to do. But for Ronald McDonald House Charity, they were our year-round fundraiser where we were looking to raise a bunch of money for them to help keep families close together during the hardest time of their lives when they have a sick kid. Because when sick kids get to stay closer to their families, they get better. So we raised a total of just over $1,500 for Ronald McDonald House Charity Southwestern Ontario's branch. And in total, we raised just under $5,000 as a community right here for so many different organizations in the year of 2021. I cannot thank you guys enough. We also talked about a bunch of different events that were going on here, excuse me, here locally, whether it was how you could support your local legion, whether it was the character run, whether we talked about mental health, there was a lot of different things going on. So we want to know what do you have going on this year in 2022? Because we want to know about it. We want to get you on the show. We want to pump your tires. We want to help you out. So get in touch. Caitlin at cleaning-depot.ca. That's Caitlin, K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. Or just give us a call and ask to speak to yours truly. And I will definitely get you guys on the podcast. We can get some videos going. We want to pump your tires and make sure all these events go smoothly. So Thanks for chipping in this week, guys. Thanks for helping out with all those fundraisers. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Desks and Dusters. We'll see you right back next week. Have a good one. Be sure to catch Desks and Dusters on all your favorite podcast platforms like CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters through PBJ Cleaning Depot every other week.